Is This a Ghost is sponsored by Pinkney Bend Distillery. Hey, um, Pat. <laughs> hey, Clayton. Do you like doing things twice? I love doing things twice. I love when we do a whole ad and then 15 minutes of content, and then I realize I didn't hit record yet. I don't know if I would call it content, but we definitely did the ad <laughs> once. Uh, let me just kind of recap what the ad was. I'm going to paraphrase. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I believe – okay, now let me know when I've gone off the rails here. Okay. I believe mm-hmm. you were telling me the history of coopering. Yes. Which well, t- yeah, as part of talking about uh, Pickney Ben's barrel-aged gin. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, so which, which – Again, a lot of uh, uh, you know, fly-by-night ginneries. They will uh, is ginnery word. Yeah, they're like yeah, fly-by-night yeah. ginneries. They will. I mean, they'll merely like take the gin, put it in any old barrel, you know, mm-hmm. or drum. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. And then yeah. they'll let it sit there for 10, 15 minutes, and then they'll just pour it into the bottles and then send mm-hmm. it on its way. Not Pinkney Bend. No. no sir. No ma'am. No no. They get the primo barrels grown from. You have to help me here. I'm trying to remember. Did the the barrels get grown? From- I feel like it's e- easy to remember. Do you not? So it's it's they're born. Barrels are born. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Real not, barrels are yeah. born. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not made. Barrels, yeah, not made. Born exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, after what, I think it's eight months or so when the barrels are mm-hmm. fully yep. formed. Yeah, they go uh, quick. Yeah, I believe Pinkney Bend, <laughs> Pinkney Bend, visits the family of this eight month old barrel and. Uh, I believe. Well, well hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to put a bit. Yeah. So you're you're not wrong. This is true. But do you remember how many kinds of uh, species of barrel there are? I I did not write it down. I'm so sorry. There's two. There's not. two. Okay. One of them is born with whiskey inside. The other is mm. born with gin inside. So That's when good. you have like barrel aged whiskey, which is all whiskeys, mm-hmm. um, those come from the 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 more um, common, the, the, much more common, much okay. more common. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, the rare, the rare, the rare breed is the, uh, the, the gin with the gin inside the gin barrel. Mm-hmm. Um, so with, that's important context. So do you want to continue or do you, want- I do not. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So Pickney Ben does work. They go in the, I think, uh, gosh, you know what? Now that I remember what I, I, you know what? Yeah. I stand by it. What Pickney <laughs> Ben does is they go and they um, they go out to where the 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 rare because some some of these farmers will like raise those gin barrels like mm-hmm. in captivity that's that's mm-hmm. not good and yep. you know what I mean like this is not the main reason why it's bad but you can mm-hmm. actually you can taste that fear in the gin mm-hmm. it's, it's like it, it's it's like when they grow those square watermelons like you can tell something's not right here. yeah you know yeah, yeah, yeah. like you can yeah. tell they grow watermelon square, inside so of a little right. box and it's just it feels cruel yeah delicious the, but cruel. Yeah, it's like a delicious cruelty, and you're like, I don't know what to do about mm-hmm. this. You know, mm-hmm. My soul is tormented. Mm-hmm. You don't want that when you're when you're drinking gin. Definitely not. So, so Pinkney Ben knows that, and so but they they go and they 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 have really good relationships with um with the the big free range gin barrel farmers, mm-hmm. and they um and they don't even buy them. They don't because because money would like it makes it gross, right? So they yeah. actually they barter. There's a barter system. Mm-hmm. And they they take um, a small they take a, a baby gin barrel and in exchange they give the I think this was the part where it got a little or a little dicey <laughs> but in exchange for the <laughs> for the baby gin barrel they will they will exchange a a baby a, a Missouri baby yeah I mean, yeah like for like it's I mean it's only fair it really is yeah yeah, yeah. it's one for one so mm-hmm. um so and and you know in a lot of ways Missouri the Missouri baby's gonna be a lot better off being raised by <laughs> by barrels than the Missourians one of those and, nice upstate farms <laughs> where the barrels and the babies can roam free sure 
I hope this episode comes out after our live show because if it comes out before, no one is coming to the show uh, in Missouri. But I, but so they, uh, so yeah, so the trade happens and it's hard, you know, but it's worth it because Pinkney Ben gets that really, that genuine, that genuine mm-hmm. barrel aged gin. So the, the, the gin ages as the barrel itself ages. As it gets bigger, the gin obviously gets bigger as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and after several months, they, they, um, they milk the barrel. Mm-hmm. And they get that barrel aged gin. Mm-hmm. And have I missed? I think have I missed anything? That's no. I, I, that's I, the whole I, process. All I my think. notes are crossed off. I think we're yep. good. Yep, <laughs> I got it. Everybody, welcome to Is This a Ghost? Uh, this is a weekly podcast where uh, every week I tell a real ghost story to my real friend, Patrick Dean, who doesn't take them real seriously. Although I do click the record button real good. <laughs> you're just going to keep rubbing it in. Huh? I am. Someday you're not going to click the record button. And I'm going to say, Patrick, it's fine. It happens. I, I understand. The difference, say, I is, you. the difference fine. is I'm not going to tell you. So, <laughs> you're just gonna be like, you, you ever so, sent me your audio from last week? Yeah, I'm sure I sent it, but I, I did delete it off my computer, so I really hope you can find <laughs> the link. And with that said, if anyone out there listening is interested in uh, auditioning for new co-host of Is This a Ghost, um, no, I think no, 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 a, make, make a bad do, idea. To, make them do like an essay contest or something. Don't just do auditions. Make them do just type it to the chat GPT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. So, you can certainly yeah. do that. yeah, yeah. Um. Hey, how's your day going? It's going great. Love it. Just, just spending all times <laughs> of time doing uh good things. I don't know. It's it's it, it's a Monday. Yeah, I made it all the way. Should to the we end record on a more interesting day? Mm, I don't see. Unfortunately, I don't. I don't. I don't have a more interesting day than this. Yeah, so. That's true. Me neither. Me neither. I feel like I, I, I spent all my uh, <laughs> my pre-show material with the uh, childhood trauma stuff that we didn't actually record. That's a shame. I mean, a shame. we can always uh, replay my audio of the childhood trauma. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be like Garfield without Garfield. <laughs> they can listen to my uh, fear of fish uh-huh. and uh, decapitated turtles. That mm-hmm. sounds pretty cool for everyone. I Again, I want to say this. I think it's probably good that... <laughs> <laughs> that's been lost to history um the cliff's notes version is i was raised in rural missouri mm-hmm. and that's and that's the end of end of notes mm-hmm. and then patrick made an offhand comment that unlocked some sort of deep childhood trauma in clayton and he yeah was you silent did the decapitated turtle thing was uh <laughs> that was something i had genuinely forgotten until you had made a comment and suddenly it's back and uh and this is gonna be a it's going to be a loose episode, I think. You know what? I think that was a missing puzzle piece. That was one of the pieces, like, towards the middle that you were like, mm-hmm. oh, no, I bought this thousand-piece puzzle, and it was missing, you know, like, the cat's eye in the middle. That so is, this, that's what we just unlocked was a little cat's eye piece. Okay, so in this scenario, the thousand-piece puzzle is my l- life? Mm, you're... Yeah, we'll call it that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, yeah. whatever you think. Whatever yeah. cute little... Uh, mm-hmm. cute little uh, whatever you're made up of. of that is. Yeah, so you, and you think what I needed was mm-hmm. the memories that I repressed. Yes, correct. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds dangerous. I you're feel big, like I feel like they repressed for a reason. You're a big boy now. Come on. I mean, in you size. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. 
Um, should we just start the the ghost story? Do you want to hear yeah. a ghost story? <laughs> I, I do. I would love to. This has gone so far off the rails in so many different and interesting ways already. <laughs> um, remember Brian Adams? Uh, That's not in my notes, but remember Brian Adams? The singer? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Ooh. Which which song which one was the Brian Adams big song? You know it. You know it. Oh. It was on the album with the uh the cover of the album was a tire. Yes. 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 Sepia tone tire, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. You have to give me a clue. I don't remember now. It's a it's year based. Mm-hmm. Nineteen nineteen twelve. <laughs> <laughs> so you think Brian Adams recorded a hit song called mm-hmm. In the year of 1912, me and some guys from the war had a pandemic. Me and some guys from the slaughterhouse. Um, Uh, There's also a season involved in the title. Season and a year. The summer of 64. I remember. Yeah. It's it's pretty close. It's pretty close. So, uh, in the summer of, uh, of 69, 1969, mm-hmm. Arnold and Ginger Hinshaw were looking for a new house. They, uh, they had some kids and they were like, it's time we've, we've outgrown our current house mm-hmm. and we want to go find the new house mm-hmm. and they search all over. Now they live in Wisconsin. And so there are, they're like, there's lots of houses here in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody wants to be one. here. Yeah. That's right. It's one of the empty ones. Empty. Yeah. Yeah. You can just go in and claim one it's squatters rights really is all uh, is all wisconsin it's mm-hmm. like the way that australia is all prisoners mm-hmm. from uh, from britain who just like this mm-hmm. is my land now uh wisconsin is that all for squatters. Uh, all yeah, squatters all squatters mm-hmm. <laughs> so they looked all over for like the right house like nothing was inspiring them nothing was like mm-hmm. this is the one they were just mm-hmm. like i don't know i don't know until they visited lando lakes wisconsin oh like the butter like the butter. Okay. <laughs> it is very much like the butter. Um, in that it's no longer very relevant. Is Land Lake still a brand? Uh, they probably changed the mascot. I don't think. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't think I it was so, but how cool they might what the mascot have. ended up being. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so they found a, they found, they went to Land Lakes and they, they saw an old mansion that um that they really liked and uh here's a here's a bit of a little spoiler they would eventually name this mansion summer wind summer wind okay summer wind one word okay summer wind now the summer wind came blowing in mm-hmm. from across the sea mm-hmm. it lingered there um to touch your hair and walk with me all summer long, is this, we sang a song, and then we strolled golden sand. Two sweethearts <sighs> and the summer wind. Oh, it's, Frank, it's not Neil Diamond. No. <laughs> no, but I can see why you think my impersonation of Frank Sinatra is much like <laughs> It's much closer to Neil Diamond than Neil Frank Diamond. Sinatra. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Uh yeah uh no so it was not named after Frank Sinatra song somewhere but it so summer wind we'll get to that later mm-hmm. how big um, does your house I'm, have to be to name it that's my question like I've got a very very small have we house. talked about this before I we don't, named our yeah we talked about naming our uh, our first house in Chicago true together, yeah murder engine yeah yeah it wasn't because it was that's like a big not, house that needed naming though it's novelty yeah. yeah yeah 
I don't know. I mean, this is a big house. Mm -hmm. So actually, do you want to see it? You want to see the picture? Sure. I'll just show you now, since you asked. Mm -hmm. There aren't like ghosts in the picture, are there? You tell me. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to describe this uh, this house to uh, This appears listeners? to be where the Clampets left whenever they went. <laughs> but bigger. Yeah. Yeah, but definitely a little bit bigger. But very, very ramshackle. I mean, most of it looks like it is just dying to fall down. Um, I don't know when this photo was taken, mm -hmm. but I'm pretty sure it's right around the time when the Hinshaws saw it. Um, My God. It's, and this... This you're gonna understand what is happening here in a second, but um, it also extends out the back. It's a pretty big house. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say it's a mansion by like today's standards, but definitely by the standards of the uh, the era which it was built. Like it's a it's a real big house. It yeah it it look it looks like it takes up some square footage, much like a pile of rubble can spread out quite <laughs> yes. far. So that's right. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's a fixer upper. I'm gonna call it a fixer upper. Be very generous. Definitely not like. Deserving of a name just yet. Had a few flaws. Watching a lot of Frozen lately. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's a fixer up. So they saw this house, and for some, for some reason, this was the house that they were like, "This is the house for us." Mm -hmm. Now, other houses they had seen were quote move in ready <laughs> and mm -hmm. quote livable. Yeah, this one looks but, <gasps> fall down ready, and <laughs> yeah. It looks, yeah, the whole house looks like it was once full of air and then it was deflated most, like mm -hmm. 60%, right? It's kind of it's, sagging. This looks like one of those houses that's in one of those like Discovery Channel specials about when nature takes over. That's sort yes. of what it looks like to me. Like, yeah. this is a house 100 years from now. Yeah. And there's good reason for that. So, summer when the mansion, which again, was not originally called that, but we're going to call that just for my sanity because I, I'll just... Here's a here's another spoiler. This story is wild. <laughs> so for my own sanity, I'll just mostly refer to it as Summer Wind. Um, it was located on the edge of West Bay Lake in Land Lakes, Wisconsin, which mm -hmm. is right. I mean, it's right on the Michigan Wisconsin border. Okay. Um, on the the UP Michigan part, right? So it overlooks the lake. It's on this bluff that overlooks the lake. It's a great spot. Like hmm. it's beautiful. Sounds like it. Yeah. Um, so Ginger saw the house and she gasped and she said, this is the one we have to live here. Mm -hmm. Yep. When the wife says that, you like, and so, yeah, Arnold's like, this, I guess it's mm -hmm. our thing. Mm -hmm. Now you've noticed it was pretty run down. Mm -hmm. Um, that was, but that's only because it had been abandoned for about 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'll do strange things to a house so being abandoned. <laughs> Yeah. For half a century. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's a bit of a fixer upper. Mm -hmm. Um, but they were excited about that. So I in okay, another thing about the story that you should know up front is the the sources for this were a little hard to pin down. There were many sources, mm -hmm. but a lot of kind of kind of shifting narratives. And mm -hmm. so it seemed like Arnold actually worked in some some capacity uh in construction. Oh, okay. I don't know mm. what exactly, but he's, I don't know, but he was, so he was not put off by the idea of yeah. refurbishing this house. Yeah. He was in his head. He was seeing the before and after picture. Yes. Like here's the before totally. picture. And then like, after I fix this thing, it's going to look fantastic. Okay. Yes. That's fair. And Ginger, for whatever reason was like, this is our home. She was like, mm -hmm. she was very adamant from the beginning. Like, this is it. Mm -hmm. Even though it's run down, like we're going to fix it up. This is our house. Um, 
And it's important to note here that they had, I think, three children, um, and they needed the house to live in. So the plan was to live in this house while they fixed it up. That which, seems hard to do because yes. of like the missing parts of the roof <laughs> and whatnot. <laughs> and I don't know if it even has like electric at this point, you know, mm-hmm. or like water. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 50 years. Yeah. When, when, when was this? 19. 19- this was 1969. Okay. Summer so, of 69. Yeah. So as, uh, Brian Adams would say. Yeah. So 50 years before this was during the fucking great war. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know if they had uh, electricity running water. I don't know. It's certainly possible that was all piped in at some point over the, the course of many decades. I, yeah. I, I don't I'm know, sure. but either, it, even if so, it's not a great house to live. I wouldn't raise my children there. No, I, I, I wouldn't let my kids get out of the car. So, okay, yeah, that's, fine. <laughs> that's right. But Ginger, something like grabbed hold of Ginger and she was like, this is our home. Mm-hmm. This is it. We don't need to look anymore. Mm-hmm. This is our home. Did We're going to move into it. Did her eyes roll back in her head when she was saying these things? Yeah, and it's like her voice got real guttural, you know. And <laughs> she <laughs> called like her brother Nick like, too. And she was like, <laughs> <laughs> now, so they so they bought the house. They bought it. They bought mm-hmm. the property. And uh, on moving day, they show up with their family in their moving truck, mm-hmm. and they're moving into the house. Some neighbors wandered over, mm-hmm. and uh, and they're like, Are "You sure you want to move into this house?" And Hinshaws were like, yeah, of course we bought it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he said, well, this is a haunted house. And Hinshaws were like, that's the stupidest thing we ever. Like, yeah, that doesn't yeah. make sense. The ghosts aren't real. They're like you, actually. So you in this scenario are Ginger Hinshaw. You think, this is a great house. It's not haunted. Let's move in. <laughs> Let's move in. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Um, so they they disregarded all those warnings and they mm-hmm. decided they, they they moved in and they were really excited to remodel the home. The problem is they couldn't get construction crews to come work on it. Mm-hmm. Anytime they like reached out to someone uh, and asked for a quote or like come check out the house or work, mm-hmm. um, they would say, "Okay, yeah, what's the address?" And they would tell them. And as soon as they told anyone the address, <laughs> they would back out instantly. They would say, "No, no, thank you." And they would hang up the phone. And according to a couple of reports, they did reach out to some some contractors who felt bad enough for them that they would leave tools and supplies for them at the end of the driveway, <laughs> but they wouldn't go down the driveway to the house. Oh, like while your kids are playing in the front yard and like you're trying to like plant daffodils and stuff like, huh, those like burly construction workers are running around like scared animals in the front yard. Okay, that's fine. That's bad, right? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, there's a lot of houses that people yeah. are like, that's haunted. Yeah. They keep throwing wrenches down the driveway saying, good <laughs> luck. If you can't get a construction crew to even cross the edge of your driveway, though, that's that's next level. Mm-hmm. That feels like a, a, a thing you should pay attention to. Um, but they, so they, and they were, that that did register as a flag for them. And so they decided they would uh, they should look into the history of this property. Mm-hmm. And so they did. And this is what they found. This house was originally built as a fishing lodge right around the turn of the century. It's a plush fishing lodge. Like it, I, I I can imagine when it was new that that place was very very fancy. You can see, you can tell. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh it was a fishing lodge and in um uh, uh, now, in 1916, a man named Robert Patterson Lamont visited that lodge. Mm-hmm. Now, Lamont was a he was a very wealthy and a very serious man. He uh, studied civil engineering at the University of Michigan. Mm-hmm. 
He was an engineer actually at the 1893 Chicago World's Fair, oh, wow. where uh, you might recall H.H. H. Holmes murdered a lot of people in his uh, murder house. Mm-hmm. Um, Lamont got married. He had some kids. He went to work for the Simplex Railway Appliance Company, and he was their very first, very first vice president. Now, the company bought out, uh, was bought out by uh, American Steel Foundries in 1905, and they kept Lamont on. So in 1912, he was appointed president of that company. Like, he's really he's really high yeah. in the ranks of the big industries. Yeah. Mover and a shaker. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So then, president of American Steel Foundries, he, he, in 1916, he goes on a fishing trip to Lando Lakes. And he stays at the West Bay Lake Resort Fishing Lodge. Mm-hmm. And he liked it a lot. It was, as you said, pretty opulent for the time. It mm-hmm. was a great location. It was very relaxing. It's in the middle of, at this point, middle of no. I mean, it's still probably today, middle of fucking nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and he liked it a lot. And he said, I like this. It's mine now. <laughs> Here's some money. You go away. <laughs> I'm not going to do a Wisconsin squatter move here, but. <laughs> Uh, so he bought the entire lodge, which was a lodge in like several kind of outpost buildings as well. Mm-hmm. He bought the entire property, uh, and that was going to be his family's summer retreat. Hmm. It was the the big lodge and then four cottages. Now, he he liked the lodge a lot, but it wasn't quite up to his standards, so he hired an architectural firm called Talmadge and Watson from Chicago to come up and do some renovation work. The renovation, I think it was a total remodel, uh, and it took two years to complete. Ooh. And so the the history on this is either they did some really serious overhaul, uh, like adding on like big, big things, or mm-hmm. they may have like raised the actual original building to the ground and rebuilt mm. it completely. Okay. Yeah. Either way, by, you know, 1920, this was a state of the art, new, amazing, mm-hmm. big space. Um, now, by the time the work was complete, the Lamont Mansion as he liked to call mm-hmm. it, because that's named after him. Sure. And I think you get naming rights for sure if you yeah. if you spend less money. Than I think so, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, it was really big. He spent $125,000 on the remodel. Like Would you bill- like to guess what that is today? That's like a billion dollars nowadays. It's not a billion dollars, <laughs> so that's, that's wrong. $125,000 in 1920-ish was, uh, it's about $2.7 today. Oh, so much on uh, on rehabbing a house mm-hmm. in Wisconsin in, again, Wisconsin. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah so. you could probably rehab a house in Wisconsin for eight dollars. I'm wonder... I don't know for sure, but I'm guessing it's eight dollars. I'm wondering how much of Wisconsin you could have just bought at that point for one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. You are what you, you probably could have bought enough of Wisconsin. You could see it from space. I'm willing to bet if if you had that much money. I like that you said this because. <laughs> How is that a segue to the next? <laughs> because eventually in this story, we are going to talk about a plot of Wisconsin that you can see from space, literally. <laughs> so sit tight. <laughs> um, so the Lamont family, renovations are done. They move in. Mm-hmm. And of course, they have a, a staff. It's a big house. It's a mm-hmm. mansion. So they have, And they're rich. So they have a staff. Almost immediately, the staff starts to report strange things happening in the house. Okay. There were strange noises. Mm-hmm. And there were odd smells they couldn't quite place. It's Wisconsin. It's like they didn't know about the cow thing. Yeah, it's so <laughs> practically on the welcome sign when you come into the state. So <laughs> um, they thought that perhaps the house was haunted, mm-hmm. and they shared that view with the owners. Mm-hmm. Now, Mrs. Lamont said that's quite silly because 
this house is basically brand new. Yeah. Like even if they didn't raise it and then rebuild, like they Mm -hmm. have rebuilt so much of it. Like even if, even if ghosts are a thing, even if they haunt places, Mm -hmm. surely they don't haunt this place because it's new. Uh, which is why Mr. And Mrs. Lamont were absolutely terrified one night as they sat eating dinner when the door to the basement pantry began to shake violently. They jumped up from the table Mm -hmm. uh, and Mrs. Lamont kind of like dove behind Mr. Lamont. Mm -hmm. Uh, The door to the basement pantry swings open and they saw what they described as a quote ghoul. Based on their description, it was a man who was far too tall dressed in black and swaying as though made from smoke pushed by the breeze. Ooh. Far too tall? Yeah, which I take personally. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to know uh, what that height is because... Uh, He was ghoulish. He was dressed all in black and at least six foot five. Oh. He must have escaped from the circus. (laughs) Son of a bitch. Uh so Lamont grabs his pistol as uh, as as one sure, does. Sure, why wouldn't you? Yeah, and starts shooting. Mm-hmm. He fires two shots at the ghost. They both go straight through the smoke, and they lodge themselves in the basement door. Mm-hmm. And the ghoul screams, mm-hmm. and then he vanishes. So it yeah. worked. Yeah, That's great. Uh, clear, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, lesson so the lesson there. here is that guns do work. You can shoot ghosts. ghosts. It obviously yeah. scares them away. So. <laughs> Um, so Lamont's were super freaked out. They packed up their things and they left the house that very night, mm-hmm. which is the, one of the most sensible things anyone on this podcast has oh, ever abs- done. Yeah. yeah. It is absolutely what I would do. Mm-hmm. And it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and they never returned. Oh, wow. To, uh, <laughs> to so, summer, to what would become summer Mansion. The most sensible people in this whole fucking podcast. Yeah. How, how many episodes is this now? Well, they have, uh, 51 <laughs> we're at. Yeah. Now you're gonna note. Uh, you should note. I should say. Uh, after this, a couple years after this, uh, Lamont went on to become Secretary of Commerce for President Herbert Hoover. Oh, okay. So this is a man who had his wits about him. <laughs> so the fact that he left as soon as he saw a ghost, he mm-hmm. was like, "Nope, bye." Mm-mm. That makes a lot of sense. Now he held on to the property, but he never went back. Mm-hmm. And then the history here is a little muddled. So some people say that he rented it out as a vacation home. Some people say it sat empty until um, till he died in 1948. Um, either way, like, I, there, it wasn't like a, wasn't like a home. It wasn't like a place where people would spend a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, but when he died in 1948, the family sold the estate to uh, the Kiefers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Kiefers did not hold on to it for very long. Uh, there, and again, there's some, like, mixed history about this. Like, there was... Maybe a curse. I it it doesn't it the the reasons why the keepers didn't hold on to it doesn't actually seem very important given mm-hmm. the scope of what I'm about to tell you. <laughs> so, okay. but there may have been a curse involved. They uh, Mr. Kiefer died soon after buying it, and then Mrs. Kiefer couldn't sell it, and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, so they were trying to sell it. She was trying to sell it for about 20 years until the Hinshaws finally showed up and saw the place and fell in love. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, um. Fast forward again to the Hinshaws and not being able to get a construction crew to set foot on the property. Mm-hmm. 
they realize like, okay, if we're going to do this, it's going to, we have to do it ourselves. It's our thing. Makes sense. Yeah. And they were okay with that. Again, Arnold was, he had some connection to the construction industry. Ginger was a real go-getter. Yeah. Cue up the um, montage. Nothing will be fixed by sundown. It'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now, one day as they're kind of early on in their process, they're cleaning up the house. And again, they're living here with children yeah. <laughs> in this falling apart house. But one day Ginger uh, finds the original blueprints to the original version of the house inside oh, okay. one of the bedroom closets. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. And so she's like, oh, this is really cool. So she unrolls the blueprints mm-hmm. and she sees, you know, what the, the the original plans for the house. And also inside the blueprints was a Native American peace pipe. Oh. Okay. It's weird, right? Yeah. Like that's not what I would want to find inside of the blueprints. That's a little, that that's a little. Yeah. It's a little creepy. Okay. And especially for like folks who don't know Wisconsin, it's a, there was a, there was a very heavily populated Native American territory. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> most of America was yeah. until you know, <laughs> certain events, but, um, but it's, you know, it, anyway, so she found a, a peace pipe inside the blueprints, mm-hmm. which is unsettling to say the least. Now, once she found the blueprints, Ginger became obsessed with restoring the house back to its to its original form. Mm. Um, Before the renovations and, not, and everything, or yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, while we're renovating, we should make it what it was meant to be. Sure, but it wasn't like she was like, "This would be cool. Let's do this." She mm. was, she was, she was determined in a way that made the people around her kind of uncomfortable okay so there's like the whole so the whole eyes rolling back into the head when she wants to move in sounding more accurate now than before okay okay have you ever seen poltergeist oh many times (laughs) (laughs) um so she started telling people that the house itself was guiding her decisions and telling her what to do that's great that's something what you want to hear from your spouse definitely want to hear that or your mom when you're a kid that's great So she's very she's very set on restoring it to its former glory. Mm-hmm. Now, one spring morning, Ginger and Arnold are painting a closet in one of the bedrooms, and there's a drawer. It had been built to fit into the closet's back wall. So, like, it's as if the wall is the chest of drawers. Like, there's just like a okay. drawer, and you just, you know, it's actually kind of a nice hack. Like, if you've got a wall up, and there's like an attic space something behind it i don't know yes yeah but it, it requires like a lot of space behind the wall which yeah i'm a little suspicious of obviously yeah well, that makes a lot of sense <laughs> <laughs> so um so they 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 pull out the drawer obviously so they can paint you know the trim mm-hmm. and uh and when they did arnold noticed that yes the drawer area actually went very far back into the wall mm. further back than you would need for a drawer and he's like, well, it's back there. So he grabs a flashlight and he, uh, he, it was a tight squeeze, but he, he worked his way back into Ooh, the wall. Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> he was in there for about three seconds <laughs> before he was in there three seconds longer than I would be, but okay. Before he, he is just scrambling back out and mm-hmm. Ginger helps him out of the wall and she's like, what's, what happened? And he said, would you like to take a guess at what he said? Uh, he said, I, there's nothing but eyes back there. That's all I can think of. That would be like the worst thing you could see back there. Yeah. Am I close? I mean, yeah, ish. Yeah. Okay. All right. He said, "Quote: There's a corpse in the wall." Mmm. 
Now, I, it's worth noting he couldn't get a great look. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were like, it, 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 it's probably an animal corpse because he couldn't sure roll around. Like it's not know, one of the- animals die in the walls of houses. Um, unsettlingly frequently, yeah. I would say. Person-sized animals die in the walls of houses all well, the time. Well, it wasn't person-sized. It's a nuisance. It wasn't person-sized. He used the word corpse, though. He did use the word corpse, though. So, I mean... I, so, if, there was some, it's almost like there was something person-like about it. Okay. But he also thought it could be an animal, so it wasn't, it wasn't the size of the corpse. You know what I'm saying? It's like there was like a... I don't know. Some specific situation where... Mm. It was like a human corpse, mm-hmm. but not the size. Was I don't it, know. Let's just let's just it, read further. Was it barrel shaped? <laughs> <laughs> and there was a little bit of gin inside still. And so they, he's like, "I think I can milk it." I, I can milk said, it from don't here. Milk it. Hold it's my feet for you. Hold my feet. Hold my feet. I can milk it. <laughs> so, uh, so they figured it, it's probably an animal corpse. Uh, you know, he doesn't know really what he saw. Mm. It just he saw. He saw bones, and he's like, F- I, I got to get out of here. Yeah. So very unsettling regardless. So <laughs> so they solve this problem. They they need to know what the corpse is, right? Yeah. And he's, you know, the parents are too big to fit in the hall. So in the whole, so, when the, <laughs> so when the kids get home from school. <laughs> you kids said you didn't want to join any after school clubs. You said you didn't want to join 4-H. Well, guess what? <laughs> Bet now you wish got- you'd played soccer now, huh, Mary? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so when the kids come home from school, they ask their daughter, Mary, to crawl inside to get a better look. And maybe, if she can, to just clear the thing out. With well, you don't want to leave it in the walls like a dustpan. What is was she clearing it out <laughs> with exactly? That wasn't in the notes. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but Mary is a small child, so she slips into the hole pretty easily. Sure, yeah, of course. So she <laughs> she goes into the space and uh, and she's looking around. She got a flashlight. She's looking around. Sure. And then she lets out a blood curdling scream. Mm, she found the corpse. Yeah, because she found the corpse. Yeah. She found the thing her parents sent her in to find. Mm, that her father um, came scrambling out of the wall, terrified <laughs> of. Let's let the twelve-year-old do yeah. it. Because she screamed because it's not an animal skeleton. Mm. It is parts of a human skeleton. Mm, which is a very human skull uh, with some very human hair still attached to it, uh, which is the grossest version of a skull. Yeah. Uh. Um. There was also, quote, an arm and part of a leg. Okay. Hmm? Is there a reason only to put, like, parts of the human back in there? I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I Look, here's what I'll say. <laughs> if you're only going to put parts of a human into a wall, there mm-hmm. is probably a very good reason why you're only putting parts of a human in the wall. So <laughs> well, I answer the question is There yes. we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or they put a whole human back there and animals over time mm-hmm. scurried off with pieces, I think, is... It's probably it's plausible. Also, sure, probably plausible. Yeah. Um, now, it should. I want to note for the sake of, uh, of uh, transparency here, the sh- the Hinshaws never actually reported this to the police. Yeah, um, I mean, so well, this is the, so. 
<laughs> a lot of the sources are like, I don't know why they never reported it. It tanks the property value. You know, I mean, if if I yeah, find a corpse on my I walls here, why. I'm not telling anybody. Of, you know? Absolutely not. I would yeah. never tell anyone. Do you know what that does to your Z estimate? If they if it <laughs> if it shows corpse under the disclaimers, right? Redfin's not going to touch your property. No, not at all. No. So I also would not report if I saw because like. Who's going to benefit here? You're not going to solve a murder. This yeah. is a this is a skeleton. Like this is this there's there there is a victim obviously, but mm-hmm. like this is a victimless crime to not yeah. report this. <laughs> Minus the victim, this is a victimless yeah, crime. It, yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna call the police and be like, "Hey, come look at the partial corpse that I found in the wall of the house that I own in my yeah. walls." Here's the thing: Do you want to come see it? I'm- and the police are gonna say, "And what's the address again?" Oh fuck! No, I'm not coming over. That place is haunted as shit. We'll throw a we'll, we'll throw a, a, a kit at yeah. you, and you can you, can, you, you dust your prints. I'm not coming over yeah. there. Um. Anyway, so it makes total sense to me that they would not report this. Actually, <laughs> um. After this discovery, things started to get a little strange in the house. <laughs> one day, Arnold felt a presence walking down one of the halls. Mm. And he mentioned it to Ginger. And she was surprised because she had felt it, too, a few days earlier. Mm. And she said when she had turned, there was no one there. And Arnold said that was my experience as well. Um, appliances started turning on and off all on their own. Mm. The hot water pump kept breaking down, and uh, they would call the service company out. And every time the service company came to fix it, mm-hmm. it was working again on its own. So hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. The construction workers don't show up. They just, like, throw the tool bag over the fence. Yeah, but the Maytag guy. But the Maytag <laughs> he's, guy. <laughs> he's going to be there. Uh-huh. And that's, a, that's, a, that's, that's you know mm-hmm. what, that's, a, that's, that's good marketing for them. I think mm-hmm. that's... Um, mm-hmm. um, so I, this is a point where I should say, so the other day in our house where I live, mm-hmm. Aaron came upstairs one night and she was like, I think our house might be haunted. Mm. And I said, don't tease me like that. It's, like, <laughs> it's too good. <laughs> don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> um, and our, our thing is that uh, the clothes dryer mm. started suddenly running all the time. Even when it was off, it would run. Like when the power was off, it would run. If you unplugged it, it would stop. But if you plug right. it in but turn the power off, mm-hmm. it would run. Hmm. So I, I get their struggle, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Completely understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Find a hole in the wall. I crawled back in there, and there was a dryer <laughs> that ran at inopportune times. <laughs> it was like the house of leaves back there. Did you ever read House of Leaves? I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, my God. You know what? There's gonna come a point later where it's gonna be more, more. It's gonna it's gonna be better to talk about house leaves later. So okay, all right. Put a pin, pin in that. Um. So anyway, uh, what else? They begin to hear whispers behind the closed doors of empty rooms, and there's also the matter of the mysterious woman who started walking back and forth in front of the French doors that led to their dining room. Eee. No one knew who she was. Mm. Um. Some days they would just be like, you know, walking around the house past mm-hmm. the dining room, and there was just a woman that no one recognized, right? Pacing in front of the doors. Well, yeah, but your house is in the middle of nowhere. I, I would think recognizing the woman would be 
just as bad. <laughs> I mean, the person that's <laughs> yeah, supposed to be in your yeah, house, there's no, there's your no house. version yeah. of the scenario. This is fine. <laughs> oh, that's Ginger from the grocery store. I don't know why she's in the house, but she's here. Oh, she's going through a hard time, and she's gone again. Okay, well, that's okay, fine. Well, great. So that would happen, and that raised concerns, but not enough to move out. Mm. This is, you know, often the case with these dumb idiots who buy <laughs> haunted houses. <laughs> Uh, and then one day Arnold left the house. Uh, he was walking to his car when the car exploded. <laughs> uh. <laughs> the car quite literally exploded. It mm-hmm. burst into flames and, uh, <laughs> and that was the end of the car. Well, okay. Did they move? Mm-hmm. No, this no. is a dream house. <laughs> So I, I, but so I think part of the subtext of the, the articles I've been reading about this in the book I'm reading is, um, Arnold and Ginger, the more they discover, the more they feel very compelled to live here. So that feels like a very mm-hmm. possession style thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, not like, know. like they're trying to fix it or they're trying to like, you know, uh, like give the ghost peace or anything like that more just like they're compelled yes. to stay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's very poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Um, after this, Arnold becomes constantly irritated and he's on edge all the time. Yeah, I mean, car just blew up in the driveway. I'd, yeah. I, would I also be would be. Yeah. <laughs> you live in a fucking haunted house, dude. Like there's a strange woman wandering in front of your yeah. dining room. Um, he would scream at the children about windows being left open. Yeah, uh, guilty. When the children were not yeah. leaving, but the, <laughs> the the important difference being, I think the children weren't actually leaving the windows open. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he would slam them shut, and the kids would be like, "We didn't do it." And he would be like, mm-hmm. "Oh, yes, you did." He'd be like, mm-hmm. he would Patrick out, as we call it, and say, "Yes, you did. I hate you." And mm-hmm. he'd slam the windows. We're not cooling the whole outside. Would you say that? <laughs> That's what I would say. We're not, we're not letting the air to the out of doors. I think it's, uh, yeah. I don't think that's a Wisconsin accent, but that's fine. Thanks. Go on. <laughs> that was a Patrick accent. That's also not close, but that's <laughs> um, He, what else? Oh, so he would go around the house slamming his windows shut, screaming mm. at the kids, and then later he would find them open again, and he would scream some more. And the kids were like, Dad, we're not doing this. And mm. they're pretty young children, so this is all formative for them. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's one window in particular that wouldn't stay closed. Every time he passed it, it was open again. Mm-hmm. And so eventually, like, kids are no kids. He was so frustrated, he nailed it shut. Clever. I like yes. it. Yeah. It did work. Mm-hmm. It didn't look great from the outside because he used a board. <laughs> but it did It did solve the problem. <laughs> Uh, the lights in the house started to flicker pretty regularly, which, mm-hmm. I mean, welcome to my house. Yeah. Bad wiring. That's not a ghost. But they also saw shadow figures moving through the house. Mm. And then Arnold began suffering from insomnia. He oh. couldn't sleep at night. He would go down in the middle of the night to the first floor, and he would play the organ they had there. They have a they have a pipe organ <laughs> on the first floor? I, sorry. I don't know how big this organ is, but they had an organ on the first floor. Mm-hmm. It could be, I don't, 
I don't know. I don't know what instruments were like in like 1970. So it could have been. They don't make a small one. I'll tell you that I much. That's like <laughs> I don't know. Well, like now they refer to like organs. Some people do as like the electric pianos. You know. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I I, I don't think those existed in 1970. Mm. So, but I don't. They had an organ mm. for sure. Everyone agrees they had an organ. <laughs> So dad's so totally been, tur- dad's, t- dad's turning to the Phantom of the Opera every <laughs> night, and I think I had a Phantom of the Opera joke here. But yeah, <laughs> <I'm sorry>. so, <laughs> so he's going down like middle of the night. He's going down because he can't sleep. Mm-hmm. He's going downstairs playing the organ. Now there, there are other people in this house who are trying to sleep. Mm-hmm. There are children yeah. and a wife who would like to sleep. Mm-hmm. But he goes down. And he's playing organ songs every night, and it's not like cool church songs. Yeah. You know, the cool name. Can you, you probably know a lot of cool church songs. You know, do you have a favorite? Um, the city of God. That's my favorite one. That's, that's a good one. probably a song. That yeah, it is. Prob- it totally is. It must be right. It's a Catholic thing. You wouldn't know. I am Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, and you're not Catholic. So not anymore, but I was Catholic like the whole time up until. Yeah. You know. I had a choice. That. Um. <laughs> uh, so they're not like cultures. Like, they're like dark, discordant melodies. They didn't match. It was just like, it was very Phantom of the Opera, <laughs> truly. Like, it was just like, it was Phantom of the Opera if Andrew Lloyd Webber had been, I don't know, not much worse. Because <laughs> fucking guy. Um, anyway, so it's bad. The whole thing is bad. He'd play all night long. Kids couldn't sleep. Ginger couldn't sleep. Um, and if they or Ginger asked him to stop, he would scream at them and tell them to leave them alone. Which I imagine is probably how your day-to-day goes. <laughs> Dad, stop playing Marvel Snap. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> um, now, so Ginger, this keeps going on. And Ginger asks him to stop. He won't. And he mm-hmm. snaps at her, like I said. So, And she, she gets to a point, sadly, where she can't. She can't bear it anymore. Mm-hmm. One night during this whole thing, she attempted to take her own life. Oh my god! Um, now it didn't take. Mm-hmm. I don't, and I don't, I didn't, I don't know, and I didn't dig in further to see like what the details were, but mm-hmm. it didn't, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Um, which ends up being a very good thing, a because it's always a good thing, mm-hmm. and b because, I, it's fine. So, <laughs> jumping ahead, the, <laughs> so it didn't take. But then Arnold killed the family dog. Okay. And that was a point where he was finally sent away for psychiatric treatment. Ah, uh, okay. All right. That's fair. Yes. So Ginger and the kids, um, he he goes away. Mm-hmm. Ginger and the kids leave the house. They moved in with her parents mm-hmm. in uh, Granton, Wisconsin. Um, and eventually Arnold and Ginger got divorced. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ginger went on to actually lead a pretty good life. She married again. The guy mm-hmm. apparently was very nice. Like mm-hmm. uh, he loved the kids, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Like it was, it was seems okay. like it was a very good situation. So yeah. kids are all okay. Kids like got yes. away with the mom and everything. Okay, all right. Yes, That's everything nice. seems to turn out very, very uplifting for yeah. them. For eventually, yeah. Um, so because this left the question, <laughs> when they left the house, there was a question remaining of what do we do at the house? Mm-hmm. Now Ginger. Kind of just wanted to burn it to the ground at this yeah, point. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Yeah, organ and all. Sure. Yeah. But her father, his name was uh, Raymond Boxer, he thought about this for a while. And he knew their stories, obviously. Mm-hmm. And he knew like how terrible it had been for his daughter and mm-hmm. what it had done to her and everything. Mm-hmm. But he also knew, 
it could make a great B and B. Okay. And so Ginger's father says, "You know what? I'll buy it." Ginger begs him not to. <laughs> she says, "Dad, you've got to be kidding me. This is yeah. a very haunted house. It almost killed my family. Mm, almost killed I me. Almost yeah. died. Yeah. yeah. Um, please don't." And this is an actual quote from her dad who wrote about it later. Quote, summer wind looked like it needed somebody. It's like seeing a wet puppy. You want to comfort it. And that house almost reached out to you and asked for comfort. That's a, that's a big old red flag. Right? If, if, if a house reaches out to you, that's a big old red flag right there. You know, that's. Buddy, just wait. <laughs> so Ginger's father did buy summer wind. Mm-hmm. And a few months after Ginger moved out, her father and her brother moved back in. And this is the end of part one of our very first multi-part episode of (sighs) Is This a Ghost? I had no idea what I was digging into (laughs) when I started researching this story because the wildest shit is yet to come. Oh, wow. And I'm honestly, at this point, I'm not sure if it's going to be two parts or three parts. Holy cow. I haven't stopped reading the book. So I'm actually reading a full book for this one. A, a real book? A real book. I've wow. referenced, I've, I've read, I've read parts of I'm, books before for I'm, research, yeah, but yeah. I am in the process of reading and rereading an entire book and it's, I, so I don't, it's going to be at least, at least two parts, obviously, but it might be three. It. <sighs> The shit gets wild. <laughs> so I'm very excited. Buckle up. What do you uh, think so far? I, I'm. We're not recording the rest of the episode tonight, though, right? <laughs> do you want to? It's, no, it's not, not even 10 o'clock. I, no, I'm good. I'm good. I just want to be clear on that. I mean, I'm very excited, but I also want to make sure that we're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're done because I haven't finished researching the next episode yet. Um, but it was there was a point where I was re- I was doing this and I looked back and I scrolled and I scrolled and I scrolled yeah. back up to the top and I thought this is going to be a nine hour episode. <laughs> so um, this felt like a good place to leave it. Looking at our timing looks uh, right about on track. Mm-hmm. You've probably been recording for what, about 12 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so uh, we will, I we'll see everybody again. I hope next week for uh, part two, maybe the last, but I don't, it gets so wild we'll see y'all next week for more of uh of summer wind mansion 